This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Ariel Hawani here of the critically acclaimed Ringer MMA show. And this week is a very special one in the world of mixed martial arts. UFC 276, it goes down Saturday night. Las Vegas, Nevada. Fantastic card headlined by Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya going up against Jared Cannonier. Also, Alex Volkanovsky against Max Holloway. Tremendous stuff. And my co-hosts of the Ringer MMA show, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll, will join me live from Viva Las Vegas to break down all the action. Yes, I said live. We're doing our pre- and post-fight coverage on the platform we built with our hands, off our shoulders, Spotify Live. Yes, all live on the great Spotify Live app. If you want to join the best community in all of sports, then simply follow the Ringer MMA show exclusively on Spotify right now for all the latest updates. And we'll see you out there in Las Vegas. Shout out to that guy. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. A thousand percent. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat, coming to you from New York City, your forever 24-7 champion, the physically engaged Peter Rosenberg. Joining me from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the soon-to-be physically vacationing oh, stack right. guy, Greg. He's already got his vacation hat on. Exactly. I'm, I'm in Hawaii in my mind. All right. <laughs> That. What, 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 what part of Hawaii are you going to this time? <laughs> this is my first time in Hawaii. We're going to Maui and uh, Honolulu. Uh, that's gonna, a, big, that's a big question. I'm, I'm not a Hawaii guy. There, there's Hawaii people. I'm not a Hawaii guy. But, but the, the, the best question, the most generic which question island? that you can... Yes, yes. Which <laughs> island? Is it the big island? Big island? No, yeah, by the way, it's not even which island. Mm. You just go big island? So not the big mm. island this time, but but we're we're trying to make our way around the whole thing. So we're definitely gonna have to do multiple trips. It's gonna be the first of many, hopefully, to Hawaii. Oh, so oh, I, I SGG is the only person I know who can physically dream of getting many trips to Hawaii from the East Coast. I've never made it in forty two years. Um, well, no, we're going from the West Coast. <laughs> Stopping in Vegas first, <laughs> right? So. Exactly. True. <laughs> um, and also joining us from Los Angeles, thirty five, not under thirty five, Dipperstein. Hey, how's everybody doing? Big wrestling week this really? week. Yeah, I, I feel like we're wrestling is at a crossroads right now. I feel like there's something going on. Don't you? I 
No, no, I don't. But I'm curious to know what you what you're talking about. I'm talking about Forbidden Door. Okay. I'm talking about Money in the Bank. Okay. I'm thinking. I think we're headed in a new direction in WWE. I can you smell do. it. What, I can what, smell. I, I, please keep going. I need to know what you're talking about because I, I can. Sm- okay. I agree I with the initial s- statement, but I don't think WWE is headed in a new direction. But this is I a big week that, for wrestling. I think that we are headed for a Brock Lesnar title reign at SummerSlam. Okay. Um, I think we are headed for a Drew McIntyre win at Money in the Bank. Um, I'm reversing my decision on Omos. Um, <laughs> I think we are headed for a Drew McIntyre win. Um, I think that the Roman Reigns title reign is is coming to an end, finally. And um, I think Forbidden Door was a groundbreaking event. Groundbreaking. For, me- groundbreaking. for some positive Strong. reasons and from some negative reasons. And I'm, I'm here to elaborate and, uh, and corroborate with my, with my ringer colleagues on this, on this fact during this hour. Thank you. Thank you for your opening <laughs> statement. Very wonderful. Wonderfully stated, Dip. Yeah, a great opening statement here. Um, I want to start off by saying this just arrived in the mail. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Right, this right here. Oh, a money that in the is bank. Beautiful, a beautiful briefcase. Right, a money in the bank briefcase arrived, and I got to give the WWE PR team credit. This is a. Beautiful, did they send that to you? They did, and 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 look what's inside. I'm going to show you. In, I'm going to go in order of mageness of items. There's okay. a uh, money in the bank Yeti. For your keep your beverages cool, says uh, Money in the Bank Peacock Yeti. They sent Money in the Bank flip flops. What? Ooh, what size are they? They're they're Peter size. (laughs) They're Peter size. Wow. I'm gonna try them on right now. They look like tens. Let's take a look. Oh yeah. Oh, perfect fit. Those are beautiful Vegas slides. I know. And the and the best thing in the package, in my opinion. Wait for this. The mini JBL Money in the Bank Bluetooth speaker. What? What? Yes. Yes. This one, There's this is actually fire. On. Right? Yes, that's something. So maybe you're right. This is a new era in, in wrestling as we know <laughs> The it. gifting era. The gifting the, era. The, I, I, I've been waiting for the gifting era. I, I lived through the gifting era, era in music. That's very over. So I, I'd, be, I'd love a gifting era in pro wrestling. Um, all right. So let's get into then. First, uh, SGG, tell us what news there is outside the ring. Wow. More MJF news, believe it or Re- not. Um, really? But he, he hasn't even been on TV. They- it's true. It's so we haven't crazy. seen him in the past couple of weeks. Uh, they won't stop not, with this guy. Not much has been heard directly from MJF, but um, I've been hearing that the Observer is about to drop a story. Um, one of their reporters were recently caught outsiding outside of MJF's home in a shrub and managed to spot MJF. Oh. And now this reporter has reportedly spotted MJF struggling to apply some crest white strips. So I'm not sure if that means that he's wow. preparing wow. for a return to the ring or something, but that does confirm that at least his oral hygiene has not taken a hit um, during this hiatus. Crest, mm-hmm. crest white strips. Yeah. Now the reporter yeah, I mean, was very specific that this, this was definitely crest white strips. It wasn't one of the generic brands that, you know, it's not a Dollar Tree brand or something like that. It was crest white strips. Hmm. Well, look, I mean, I don't think he's going to be skimping on any sort of oral hygiene products or anything for his appearance. He's a very successful man. Um, But look, someone who is trying to whiten their teeth may be preparing for a return to the ring. One can speculate. But um, interesting that that they're now hiding in his shrubs. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I hope, you know, I hope that, you know, that there's not going to be anything wrong with his... uh, you know, gardening or, or any of his shrubbery. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is, I mean, this is something. Yeah, no, that, we, something. we all want something. MJF using crest strips, crest white strips, that is the definition of something. Uh, Troy, <laughs> Troy, I don't know if you guys saw the chat. Troy said MJF strikes him as a guy who uses floss pick and then tosses on the ground. Well, there's definitely yeah, I, someone, I, some, you know, someone's picking it up for him. That's exactly right. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Um, all right, what else has she, Jay? Um, that's all I had from outside the rig. So we can, wow. like Dip said, there's a big 
a big week of in-ring action to talk about. Like he mentioned Forbidden Door. He mentioned Money in the Bank. Uh, I want, I'm curious. Dip's opening statement. I don't know about you, Pete. All right, did, no, let's it, it let's let's me. let's get into it right now because it'll probably end up leading to everything anyway. So go right ahead. Um, you want to talk about Forbidden Door? Look, I I had um, some marks over the home. I you know I, I will say, to me, as far as in ring wrestling, it was a groundbreaking event. You had a few matches that disappointed, but for the most part, the quality of in ring wrestling was breathtaking. I got to be honest. I will I will yes. Yes. The Will Osprey Orange Cassidy match, which in my opinion was the match of the night, proves that when these guys are allowed to do what they do, you're not going to find better in-ring wrestling than than on an AEW pay-per-view. I have not I, I have to be honest, I have not yet watched that match. I got in I got on it too is late. Bed, bath, and beyond exciting. Okay. And was it linen? Was it linens and things? I think it was Costco. <laughs> Costco? Yeah. Costco level. <laughs> what are your thoughts? That's a, a gargantuan statement. Okay. Here's what I'll say though. Okay. You had you had a night of incredible wrestling. There were some injuries, whatever there is. You you know, you you don't have Kenny Omega, you didn't have Daniel Bryan, whatever, but they still managed to have an incredible card of wrestling. You have no MJF. But what it also highlighted was their lack of storylines. And between WWE and AEW, the lack of storylines right now is sort of just astounding. You have incredible quality matches on AEW. You have, you know, hours of entertainment that grip you as far as what the match, what the content of the, exact, the actual matches are. But week to week, are they telling stories? And is that enough? Are these great matches going to be enough down the road for the long-term AEW product to survive? Can you just rely on excellent in-ring work and not angles, no angles and no storytelling to sustain the growth of, of, of AEW? I think it's a huge question that needs to be asked because at this point, we're relying on our markiness and our impressive... And the impressiveness of these guys in ring to make us watch week to week. Yes. But there is going to come a day where they're going to need to stop themselves and think about, do we need to tell stories to keep people engaged? Stop and I think, for, I think Forbidden Door sort of was like the last straw. It's like, okay, all these guys are going to be gone now. Yes, the AEW roster is stacked with incredible in-ring performers. But unless we get some compelling storylines, like the Stop MJF storyline, if it is a storyline, whatever it is, if they can't do that with other folks and make it compelling to watch week to week, I think there's going to be some issues. Stop yourself. Um, that you know what? I, the only thing I'll I'll disagree with you on is that it being what was the terminology used? A breaking point, a pivotal groundbreaking. Ground. I I think that all what you're describing to me was just sort of like a summary of what the situation is. And I agree with your assessment of the situation. Like, I think we're in a really interesting time in that WWE, first of all, I, I have a hot take here. I, I, we're going to cover all this. We're going to talk I, about WWE in a second. But. And, but, I, but I have a WWE take that fits into this. I, I would okay. just like mm -hmm. to say, Raw has surpassed SmackDown again. That order Agreed. has been reversed. SmackDown Agreed. is now the B show again. Uh, I don't know if it's because Roman hasn't been on it. I don't know if it's because there's not enough mid-card people to hold my attention. But I believe Raw is, again, the easier show to watch of the week. Um, and, of course, it's the longer show, unfortunately. But it's it's the better show. But when it's more fun, it doesn't feel like a drag, though. Like No, sometimes no on a good hours. one. Yeah, on, on a good one, you're happy that it's three hours. I'm yeah. happy to have it on all night. Like Sometimes it, you true. really feel those three hours, though. But, but sometimes, sometimes, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's harder. But, like... Smackdown last week, I don't know what the hell was going on. And I can only describe it as this. AEW, and Dip has said this before, but it, it was so evident this week after watching Forbidden Door. And shout out to the fans that were there. Where was Forbidden Door again? Chicago. Chicago. 
God, I can't believe they go back to that well in those that that they have they have like literally it's probably just the people who fill the building every week. They have like 20,000 lunatics in Chicago who will show up every single time. So Wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess would. if I was if I was from Chicago yeah. and this company started were, prioritizing running all their big stuff there, yeah, I'd be there, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you if your name was Frank the Clown? Yes, I'd be there every week. There you go. By the way, Frank would go anywhere. That doesn't have to be Chicago. It could be in Frank Tunisia. Frank would go anywhere. He, he, Frank would go to the opening of an envelope. Right. That's right. So, <laughs> so props to the crowd there. That was an amazing Forbidden Door. The, the the second half that I watched was very enjoyable, and the excitement of the wrestling was. I agree with Dip. I, I don't think it's as groundbreaking as he says. I think he overstates it. I think it was. I think it was perfectly a perfect example of what great in-ring product can look like. And and I thought it was really well done. On the flip side of that coin, you have SmackDown last Friday, which almost felt like it was, it's like a pretend version of a wrestling show. It's like, we're going to play a wrestling show. And it's almost, it's like, you know what it is? AEW is sometimes too real and WWE is too play play. They need to find a middle ground. AEW doesn't know how to be thematic, theatrical, and big feeling story-wise. And WWE has lost all of the small nuance of feeling like a wrestling show. So I really would love to find a middle ground between these shows. What do you think of that assessment, fellas? I, I, I agree. Just, and, okay. and I was going to well, say. Let me, let me just say one thing. Let me just say one thing, Greg. Let me just okay. say one thing, Greg. And then you get, got the floor. And I have how I, I need to hammer this home. I think it's part of my brand at this point on this podcast. The number one reason that I am feeling that way about SmackDown. I know. Is I the know. fake crowd sounds. You can't. <laughs> it's drowning out everything. It, it, it makes it feel like we're separated from what we're watching. There is no reason to have a crowd if you're not going to let them react in a natural way. Right. It, I understand that other sports do it and whatever, but they do it better. The the crossfading that is going on with these fake crowd sounds are drowned. I mean, they drowned out the first sentence of the Viking Raiders promo. Right. You couldn't even hear what they're saying because of someone missed the cue. The, the, the sounds are so overpowering and crazy that it, it just makes you feel completely separated from what you're watching. You're, it's like you're watching something taped. There's no reason to have it live if you're going to just can the sounds. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I To me, it's the number one issue with the show. There is no reason to have someone in the ring doing a promo with everyone dead silent and then cross-fading up boos and chants or boos and, and cheers. It, it To me, it just... Or do it better. Figure out how to get it, get it, uh, you know, make the mix better. But to me, it's the number one problem in WWE right now. Yeah. And not to, not to completely parrot Peter, but the only thing you said so far that I disagree with Dip was that the Forbidden Door pay-per-view was groundbreaking. Um, because again, I didn't mean, I, I said in, in a negative way and in a positive way, because to me, but it, neither was groundbreaking. We, yeah. Because, I mean, uh, I, and yeah, because I mean, New Japan has done this type of stuff before, right? New Japan's always been collaborating with companies since the beginning of the It was existence. pivotal. Does that make, is, is that a better word? <laughs> kind I, of, I but not really because they all, even though it was branded New Japan, so I guess, yeah, but these New Japan stars have always been showing up, um, in AEW, stars from other companies have always been showing up with AEW. And, I, and then to the point about they're either going to have to grow or or they're going to reach a point. I think they have reached that point because no matter what they do, they seem to, to be operating under a ceiling. Like nobody can get them past a certain point. But I think they're okay with that because their fan base is, is strong. Yeah. Their fan base is strong. So they haven't reached a point where they sort of can't rely on people's markiness to get them past you know to carry them through because the fan base is is very strong so it's either they're gonna have to challenge the fan base and do different things and like like storylines and and change in that way or they're getting to continue to ride this wave that 
quite honestly, I feel like they could ride it for a, for a while because they they have they have in the short time built like a rabid defensive fan base that is going to support them even though those shortcomings are there and they're apparent and people can plainly see them. The the New Japan roster, which I, and again I know all the names, but I don't watch it. So I, I you know I know that they're mage, but you watch these guys in the ring. Jay White, Okada, um, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., um, Will Ospreay. These guys, I mean, th- they are next level athletes. You know, I mean, they all, I mean, Will Ospreay should be in WWE a thousand percent. I mean, I'm sure listen, they've the- tried. I know there's been reports that they've tried. Will Ospreay is a gigantic WWE star, in my opinion. He's got the look. He's got the moveset. He's got the charisma. He's got everything. And I feel the same way about Jay White. I think Jay White is either Seth Rollins at Jace or Seth Rollins is Jay White at Jace. But that that would that's a dream match I'd love to see. Um, so I think the uh there's no doubt the dudes that you saw on at Forbidden Door are some of the absolute best in ring guys in the world. Um I don't think anyone could rationally argue that. Um I just uh I loved it. I loved what I saw. Week to week? No, they've lost me a little bit. I'll be honest, especially with MJF off TV. I haven't been back that much. But you know, the second I see, and I've said this for a long time about AEW, the second I see a pay-per-view listed, even Forbidden Door, up until last week, I had been ignoring the build for Forbidden Door. I've just been busy. I was planning the engagement. I wasn't thinking about Forbidden Door. And when we got to the week of and I looked at the card, I was like, damn it, I got to make time to watch this. They they do an excellent job making you feel like their pay-per-views mean something. Um, they have a different challenge week to week, and that's a similar challenge to what WWE is dealing with, which is how do you keep people engaged every week? Which brings us to WWE for this week. I There are a couple things that are deeply concerning to me. Um, number one. I have to say, I was a little disappointed that John Cena's return was simply just like, welcome back. And the, there was literally nothing. I, what I, did you expect? I don't know. What did you want I, it to be? You I, wanted something? I wanted the start of a storyline. Yeah. Like, I, 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 listen, Dip, I wasn't expecting that he was going to be standing there and all of a sudden Triple H's music was going to hit and they were going to stay. I wasn't expecting like anything incredible. But I thought Austin Theory Theory's would at music least, could hit. <laughs> yeah, least. like... I just thought something to set us up. He literally, I liked the intro they did. I thought they actually mm-hmm. made, I mean, by the fact that the heels and baby faces were all out there and a lot of the heels ignored him, but some of them shook his hand. I thought it, he I thought did it his amp- best. He did his best to ignore the heels, which I loved. He did. There but was like a Dolph, few that like tongue in cheek did it. That like Dolph. Yes, like Dolph. But like MVP and Omos didn't even look at him. You know, like there, there were some people who was, it was Becky too. <laughs> Becky. Yeah. And Becky. So like some Becky. of that was done well. I thought that was cool. It was it it, it was different. Was I hadn't seen anything quite like that. It was a longer walk. I saw a lot of behind the scenes people like it was it, that part yeah. was cool. But then and then you got other moments, you know, you got the very obvious him and the Street Profits, which was cute. Um, you got him and Theory. I thought Theory was tremendous. Loved tremendous. Theory in that spot. Thought he was awesome. And then he comes out, he comes out, he says, thank you to everyone. Tell me what he said. Was anything said? I mean, it was literally, it was a long thank you. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. It was a long thank you. Um, It proved why we love Cena. Because like he thanked the fans and was very like, very much made his 20 year celebration about the fans. And um, when it comes to that, like he, those are real raps. Like he really does love, love the fans. But also, you're back now. You know what I mean? You have social media. You have all these other ways that you can thank us and put out a nice video message. People showed up to see to see an angle. They showed up to see. That's what I thought. Yes, something they did. And um, the th- a thank you from John Cena, like, is something, but it's not the something that people came to see. No, you didn't get something. No, we did. We got John Cena personally thanked me as a fan last night. Right. And I will, of I will take he that did. to the. I'll take so that to nice the. That's so nice that you felt that way. Yeah, yeah. Here's all, the thing. all of us, all of us. Um, it should. It should have been. Was, awesome it was, theory. It should have been an angle, like you said. I will say this though: the something that we got 
related to John Cena throughout the night was that that forbidden door stayed a little cracked open. Um, we got Chris Jericho, yeah. Daniel Bryan, The Big Show. I believe that was it. Who who sent in some some very kind words, and uh, I wasn't expecting to see any of them Me included neither. in the in that montage. That was uh, that. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. That was very cool on 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 both. There is something interesting about the WWE AEW thing that's going on. That's like a little different than the past. It's like it is very clearly there is something going on, but yep. WWE seems and this this there's probably good and bad in this. <laughs> WWE feels comfortable enough in their distance as a brand that they don't mind sort of acknowledging AEW like they. they it's which is both good and bad because I, of course, would love for them to take them very seriously because I think it would push the product in a better direction. But, yeah, it's cool. They could include Chris Jericho and Paul White and all these different people who should be included in something like that. There was yeah. there's no vitriol. That's the difference between AEW between AEW and WCW. There's no vitriol. It doesn't seem like there is. Yeah, because no. because to Peter's point, though, they're not taking them seriously. Like if there was. If there was any real animosity, I don't think for a second that any of those people would have appeared. But then they put them up and they didn't. They used their WWE universe names and they didn't say AEW superstar or anything like right. that in but there. Here, here's what, I, and, and Peter, you know, you and I were, were talking about this this week. That just even proves your point that like these two products are so vastly different at this point and are trying to accomplish two completely different things. That it's almost imp- it's it's they're incomparable. They're they're not. You can't even talk about them except the fact that they're wrestling shows. Yeah, I think at, at the core, I think we've all said that same thing over the course of like the yeah. past year. I think I said yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's become more and more clear. It 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 does become more and more clear. Um, I'd like there to be a little. I as I said earlier, I, I wish they were both coming a little bit towards each other, a little bit in terms of the product. Um, but at this point, no, you're absolutely right. One thing that also concerned me a little bit this week was, didn't it seem like WWE has already blown past money in the bank and is already completely on to SummerSlam? Yes, yes, I do feel that way. The promo is all about SummerSlam. Like, yeah, it's like it's almost like, well, money in the bank didn't turn out to be the stadium show. It's now just going to be an over arena. already. We'll sell the tickets. It. It'll be fine. But let's we need to sell Nashville. Yes. And that seems to be where every bit of attention is. And that brings me into the next thing that concerns me a bit, which is back to the Pat McAfee well, which is like, it, I, I would have to imagine they weren't planning on going him to him that quickly. It seems I like... He, I, I think he's going to do WrestleMania and SummerSlam every year. You think just count on it. That's going to be the plan. Yes. I think they are... They are he's in this new group of celebrity and celebrity adjacent mm. people that are going to have a match who have proven themselves in ring. Yep. Like Logan, Logan Paul, yeah. Bunny and Pat and who am point. I missing? Who am I missing? No, they're the, Ronda, that's the main. That's that's the, a little bit more that Ronda's a little bit more than that, but that th- this core group now who have, they have massive social followings and are, they're huge celebrities. This is the core group now that you can count on for the next, you know, two to three years to be at the major, at the major pay-per-views. That's you know what? That's a very good way. It just to me the way it came out of nowhere, the way the Corbin thing popped up, felt like it was an in case of emergency break glass. Hey, we don't have Randy, we don't have Cody, we got to go back to Pat. Like you said, though, it is an emergency because they want to sell those tickets. (laughs) I mean, it it is close to that. You you lost. You know, McAfee will end up being the most over babyface there potentially. I mean, he'll be right there. Yeah. Him and Bianca. Yeah. I mean, like he'll be basically yeah. as over a baby face as anyone is. So and we know he can have a good match. So I guess why not? It just felt like in the moment, like, wait, him and Corbin. Is that where we're going? OK, it just felt kind of random. It was like, let's get this up on the poster quickly. Yeah. OK, that's fair. Let's talk about. I mean, can I just run right into my money in the bank prediction into SummerSlam? Please. Or do we, don't wanna, like. we don't want to do that yet. Here's the thing. Here's what here because I thought it was going to be Omos a couple of weeks ago. And we sure we remember it. It was you made a very I, bold prediction. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm I'm reversing course immediately on that. Here's my prediction: Drew McIntyre wins Money in the Bank. He, uh, Brock Lesnar, beats Roman Reigns for the championship at SummerSlam. Okay. 
And then Drew McIntyre cashes in and beats Brock Lesnar and becomes the world heavyweight champion. And then into the um into the Survivor Series build or whatever they're doing next, you get Roman and um Drew McIntyre program for months. Then Cody returns. Then Roman has the belt back. Then you get Cody Roman. That's like I this is the the main event sequence that I'm that I'm I have in my head right Wait, now. Wait, so one but more I time. Think- Brock Brock gets the title. SummerSlam. Drew wins money in the bank. Cause right now there's Drew's got nothing going on. Okay. You know, there's nothing <sighs> Drew, going on. Drew winning money in the bank. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. I, I, so- I'm, I'm I can't say definitely, but I think he's winning. My guy Emil uh, gave a prediction that I thought was pretty interesting. He said that Sammy wins money in the bank and then Roman loses the championship and then makes Sammy give him the briefcase to prove his loyalty I would and then he gets it. it back. I love that. <laughs> there you go. Who, who, if that who happens, gave you that SGG? Thank you. <laughs> My boy Emil's from the A show. He uh, he tweeted that out and I was like, you know what? That's that's actually pretty well, interesting. Well, I'll tell you this. It's a great idea, Mills. And if they and if they don't, but if they don't do anything like that, uh, is this entire Sami Zayn wanting to be down with the Usos? Which, by the way, is something. something. Yeah, it's something. It's something. It's something. I said it was something. Yes, it's something. It is. It is. You are right. If they do nothing with it, and he just eventually like it just stops, and all he did was wear a shirt for four months, that's a shame. This should turn into something like that. It is a perfect setup. I think he needs to, at some point, be fully in, basically fully in the bloodline. It would be and, awesome. And also, too, that That's could be happen. that could be the start of him being like fully out too, because like he could resent Roman for making him give up the briefcase that he of earned, and, and then you get there's a so baby many face there's so Sammy. many ways you can go. Anyway, my again to restate it: Drew McIntyre wins Money in the Bank, Brock Lesnar. Um, wins the title title at SummerSlam. Drew McIntyre cashes in and Claymore kicks Brock Lesnar. He becomes the champion. Roman then starts a program with him to get the title back. He does get the title back. Then Cody returns. Then you have Cody Roman. That's the sequence I can see. Okay. I think that's a reasonable sequence. Now, SGG has to dip out in a minute because we started late here. So let's hit some predictions real quick for Money in the Bank, and then Dip will roll on for a little bit longer. We'll do some mailbag, talk to the people. Um, Bianca Belair, the champion versus Carmella. By the way, Troy, write this down. I'm not saying, I'm not texting you anything, okay? This is it. This is the good stuff. Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Uh, I am going to go <laughs> Bianca Belair. Oh, you're <laughs> kidding. <Huh>. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. How did you come up with that take? I, you know, I just sort of felt like Bianca just hangs on to this one. Um, I listen, I like the idea of I would love if they found some way to make Carmella feel like it was something actually going on here. I thought there was hopes of it, actually. I thought I loved how she carried herself last night. And then I thought the way that it ended was sort of weak. I would have rather seen her get the upper hand on Bianca um, because I don't think there's any chance she's going to win. So I would have rather see last night Carmella sort of maybe super kick Bianca and make you believe something going into Saturday. What's your guys pick? Oh, Bianca, of course. Bianca. Seth Next. freaking Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and TBD in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Who do you believe TBD is? My pick is my pick is Sammy. But who do you think is TBD? Orton. I think it's I Randy. That would be Mage. Why? Mage or Jace? <laughs> well, it would be Mage because I don't think he's any chance of coming back right now. So just the fact that he'd be okay would be Do you Mage. know anything about his, his injury for real? No. What I know is it's unclear. And I, I think it's not as bad as people are worried that it is, but I'm sort of guessing on that. Um, okay. And That's, we could then speculate, of course, that him and Riddle would break up, which they won't. Um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Riddle to win this thing. Yeah, it's possible too. <laughs> I'm not. I I think it's gonna be Drew, but Riddle should win. But he just lost to Roman. That's fine. I know, but he was but he was credible in his loss. 
So I, I, and I that think... stipulation sets him up. The, the money in the bank is the only way he can get back to Roman. Right. You know what? Let me just say something about this match. I'm excited about it. You are? It fe- yeah, I am. You know why? Because we don't know who's going to win. We really don't. That, well, we that's really what makes Money in the Bank great. Money in the Bank is fun because it's hard to picture anyone winning. Of course, unfortunately, the least exciting option is the one that you think is going to happen. I agree. I think it should be Seth Rollins. A Seth Rollins-Roman feud to me, like a, like one that they haven't had in a real way since the since Seth's become the lunatic and Roman's become untouchable. Like, to me, you know, that, that's, that's what should I be. I would like it better if Seth, if, if Seth was going to do that. I'd like it better if Seth's character was coming back a little bit more to normalcy. Mike, I don't know if I, I don't know if I need freaking freaking with Roman. I don't know if I need the. You don't want freaking freaking freaking. Okay, I think it, Drew McIntyre is my prediction. Troy, Jesus, such a nudge. Um, Lacey, Bliss, Liv, Rodriguez, Oscar, Shotzi, Becky. I, I live. SGG is going live. I'm going Becky. I'm leaning live too. I, I it's it's. I'll tell it's you what. Liv. I don't think there's a ton of momentum to anyone on this list at this moment right now. Like there's like there's like like fandom momentum for Liv Morgan. She's over. That's what I'm saying. I, I know people like her. And it's been a while now. So I would think this would be she's kind of the perfect person for the briefcase because she needs she's not an intimidating figure. She needs something that adds something to her character. And I think the briefcase would. I think it would be Becky. useful for, for Liv. I think it's going to be Becky. Becky wants what she gets. Gets what she wants. Um, Ronda Rousey defending against Natalia. Natty has been making this interesting, but she's not going to win. Come on. Uh, Who cares? It would be the the amazing Vegas win of the Sench. It would pay out big if Natty were to be able to beat Ronda. I don't see it. Ronda Ronda will win and then defend against somebody against someone new and interesting at SummerSlam. Maybe they do title for title at SummerSlam or something with Bianca. We're all going Ronda. Um Prop the next two matches are the two I think I'm most excited about. What's that? The Usos and the Street Profits for the undisputed tag team championships. Um, the only person that should be winning Money in the Bank is Montez Ford. Okay. Well, guess Thank what? You. He is at he Money is. in the Bank, but he's not in that match. So, uh, the question is: Will he win? I this wish one? he were TBD. He should be TBD. We'll see. He could be. We'll see. He could be. Not TBD. You know what? If, if we see, if, if they start the pay-per-view with the tag title match, there's a chance I'd believe he'd be TBD. Same. They need to break up in the match. They don't have to that break up, mage. though. Why, they they need break up. something. If the I agree they need Profits something. broke up in that to. match, and then Montez Ford became the head, or excuse me, became the TBD and wins Money in the Bank, I'm retiring from podcasting. I'm uh, so it, happy. It would be. <laughs> no, listen, I want to be clear. I think that the Street Profits need a freshening. And I think that here's why I love the breakup. I don't think they'll do it now, but I love it because a Montez we already know is ready for top of the card status. But Dawkins is fire, too. And I think them having a feud against each other is going to make Dawkins so much more mage. I think they both would end up on a higher level. You know, like I, I really think there'd be an opportunity there for both of them. But alas, that's not going to happen anyway. So I get your hopes up. <laughs> Don't torment yourself. Uh, I'm going to go with the Usos. I'd like the Street Profits to win. I, 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 I do think they need a little something right now, and maybe this would be the zhuzh that could get them there. But I just don't see the moment being now for the for anyone on the bloodline to lose a title. Same. Yeah, I'm going to go Usos. Uh, and lastly, then, Theory and Lashley, which I think will be a really, really fun event. Um, you know what I would love to see? I know they don't need each other because Theory can talk. Would love to see MVP interfere, sign Theory, and help Lashley oh. lose. Oh, my God. I mean, a boy can dream. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> 
Come on. MVP comes out, hits him with the cane, wins over Theory. MVP now has a new hot shot, and he has Omos. It'll be fire. It'll be fire. 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 Not going to happen. I'll no. go Theory, though. I think he'll find a way to win one way or the other by hook or by crook. I'm going to go Lashley. I'm going to go Lashley. Because, I mean, Theory with the U.S. Championship, if he runs into Cena and they do do that at SummerSlam, then the U.S. Championship adds an, an unnecessary complication to the whole thing. So you take right, that like out Cena the winning the U.S. title feels a little weird at this point. Right. So you get um, it off I, of him. Get it off yeah. of Theory, send him to Cena with no with no hangups, no anchors, no obligations, and then they can do whatever they want to do, however long they want to do it. Whether By the way, and, and you could very easily like simply hit Cena's music during this match. It's a distraction. Lashley beats him. He hates Cena. Lashley takes the title. There yep. we go. Totally. Reasonable. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bobby. Okay. Going with okay. Bobby. All right, SUG, you gotta jump. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna say goodbye. Well, uh, well, don't worry. You'll see everyone Sunday at Tailgate Social guy. Sorry. That's for beers right. and schmears at noon. That's right. And uh, Ringer MMA is also doing a meetup on Friday. Uh, so you guys follow Ariel Hawani on Twitter for all details. He's got that. So if y'all in Vegas, go see him Friday. Go to the show Saturday. Come do beers and schmears with us on Sunday. Wow. I wonder if we'll see Ariel on Sunday. I wonder if we'll make it till Sunday. <laughs> Because he's got UFC Saturday, right? Yep. Um, all right. Uh, SUG, have a great trip out to Vegas. We'll see you in a couple days. See you in a couple days, fellas. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Continuing on, we got to get into the mailbag. But before we do that... Dip, who do you have as your Shad Gaspard Black Power Rankings Wrestler of the Week? I'm just going to say from this point forward, Montez Ford will be my pick until he is in the main event picture of, of WWE. <laughs> did you see did you see him hit another uh another splash yesterday where he almost hit the briefcases? Yes. He's splashing and splashing. Yeah, the man is the He's, no one is yeah. splashing like this man. 
Um, there is no one like him um, in wrestling. He is a completely unique and interesting talent in every way. I'm obsessed with him. He's, if I see him this weekend, I'm going to let him know for the 20th time. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to awkwardly just keep telling this man? I'm just going to poke him just on the shoulder. Hey, hey, Montez, Montez, you're mage. You're so mage, Montez. Um, <laughs> I will. Where do I want to go? Trying to see if I did. I watch any black superstar black wrestlers at um, Forbidden Door or by the time I got there. No, I don't think I did. Uh, I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. Um, he had a match versus the Alpha Academy with Special Enforcer Theory. Um, he hit the electric chair on Otis, which is insane, and uh, picks up the win with the Hurt Lock on Gable, and now he has a big match that I'm really looking forward to against Theory. I, I re- I'll tell you this about Bobby Lashley. They have an opportunity. He has a chance to actually be the man if they handle it the right way. There is there is room. I truly I can't tell you how much I, I, I mean this. I wish we were getting... Roman versus Lashley at SummerSlam. I, I think it would be Mage. My take. I think it would be more Mage than Brock again. I think people would be more excited for something different right now. Um, also, last week we mentioned the awesome charity from Victor Perry, the Wrestling Cubs Wrestling Club's Road to WrestleMania on GoFundMe. Uh, we all posted it, and you can go find it. The Wrestling Club's Road to WrestleMania GoFundMe. You can just Google it. They're up to nearly $5,800 of the 15000 So they didn't get that big a push after last week's cheap heat. So let's not, let's not be the cheap part of cheap heat, everyone. Let's all jump in here and get these kids to go to WrestleMania. The Wrestling Club's Road to WrestleMania on GoFundMe. Awesome cause to get kids from New York to make the trip to Hollywood next year for their first WrestleMania. And with that, it's time to jump into something I like to call mail. Our friend Asif says Mazel Tov. Just wanted to say congrats on your engagement. It's funny. It's funny the relationship we have with podcast hosts. Listeners really get to know you when you hear someone every day or week through headphones. I know you've been through a lot over the past few years, and I'm truly happy for the two of you. Take it easy, man, and enjoy yourself. Asif. Thank you. I truly appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I understand. That's, it's, it's the special thing about the relationship of radio and listeners. By the way, radio is another word for podcasting. In case you didn't know. Mail. Mark writes, Mr. 24-7, just listen to the pod. And being a peckerhead from the beginning, I just wanted to say congrats. Glad you and Natalie have been able to find each other. Wish the best for both of you. Stay at the highest levels of mage. Mark, what a great guy. Jake writes us. Mail. I just wanted to remind the Cheap Heat universe. That TDG, Thunderdome Greg, uh, once stated that he truly believed the WWE should proceed without fans and keep the Thunderdome. It's been a while since this um, take has been talked about, and I just wanted to remind everyone that it happened, and I think it should be brought up every three or four months as a reminder that we should never take Greg's take seriously. <laughs> that is all. Praise be to the Dipperstein. Oh, wow. Jake, that's a, he's a big dip guy right there. An wow. SG, a, a SGG hater and a dip lover. Ma, ma, Jake's ma, a great ma, ma, guy. Ma, ma, male. Uh, let's see. Ma, 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 male. <sighs> first things first, Peter, I would congratulate you on your engagement. While I know you have heard a million congrats, I want to share how your situation has affected me. You were open on this podcast and other outlets about your struggles during your divorce. And as someone that is also dealing with a divorce myself with kids involved, it really helped me get through some issues hearing you openly discuss your struggles. Seeing you voice back with a woman that seems so amazing, even to us that don't know her personally, shows us we can all bounce back. Now the negative. It was disappointing to hear you guys downplay the Vince situation. Um, in no corporate space, is it acceptable for a CEO or any executive to give anyone a razor promotion based on a personal relationship? I've seen execs forced to step down for less. Um, let me let me just say, do I would do I think that I would have come to this podcast as the place to break down the legal situation between uh, WWE, Vince McMahon and this settlement? 
can I just be honest, Dip? I, I'm going to do something people don't do. No, I'm in a weird spot. That, that's not what we're going to do here. I am not going to spend a podcast breaking down that situation. It doesn't make sense. And there are a million places you can go for it. So I understand. I'm not mad at Jose. I hear you. I get you. Um, I rarely tell people go elsewhere to find content. But when it comes to something like that, I just don't know what I offered dip in, in that way on last week's podcast. I feel like we did the best we could. Um, as for the congratulations, sincerely appreciated. And to anyone else out there who's going through a similar situation, um, be patient. It's very, very hard. Very, very hard. And I do want to do a podcast where I focus more on dudes bouncing back from divorce because I feel like it's a topic that's not talked about. Uh, Jimmy says, male. Sweet Pete, as a peckerhead since day one-ish and someone who has been divorced and remarried, I'm beyond heartened to hear your engagement. I met my wife, Kate, a year and a half after my divorce, and we've been married for nearly eight years, and I'm grateful for the life we've built together. I wish you and Natalie all the best in your future endeavors. Thank you for cheap heat. Stay mage and engaged, and then mage and married. Take it easy, man. Sincerely, Jimmy Bellamy. Uh, let's see. Lastly, um, Damone. Shouts to Damone, who met me at the Heat and Greet and wants to know if I could join his podcast. Uh, I'll reach out to you, Damone. Um, and shout out to all of you who are planning on making the long trip to Las Vegas. Dip, what are we going to do for dinner on Saturday night? What are your thoughts? Um, I, there's, a, there's a plan formulating already. What are your, what are oh, your there's thoughts? A pl- uh, yeah, there's a plan. What, I mean. I don't know. It, 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 I, it depends I, what the plan. It, it depends what depends what the plan's looking like. It involves, uh, you know, very expensive food. Well, <laughs> we, that's, of course, overpriced food. Can there be loud fakakta music? So at the end of the night, I'm hoarse and can't even hear each other. I, I want everyone to come to beers and schmears so that you could hear all my Vegas takes. I got a lot to say about Las Vegas in general, just as a, as a, as a general uh, city and part of this country. <laughs> so, um, uh, we're, you know, there's going to be uh, poppy seeds stuck in my teeth. Oh, yeah. And other things <laughs> from the everything bagel. If you let me just say right now, if, if we meet any peckerheads and I'm talking to you peckerheads and you see something in my teeth, you need to let me know. Because I plan on eating several everything bagels. Maybe an egg everything. We'll see what happens. Palace Station Hotel and Casino, 12 noon on Sunday, the morning after. We'll do a podcast there. We'll record it. We'll meet everyone. It's going to be a great time. For SGG, Dipperstein, our producer Troy, I am your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. We'll see you guys in sunny Las Vegas. Stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage.